Welcome to the Crux Podcast and Sermon of the Week. For more information about the Crux Ministries and Summit Church, please visit us at summitsanmarcos.com. high school there was this time when my friends and I were at a summer camp and we uh, went inner tubing and basically it was one of those tubes where you lay down on like a disc and you hold on to these like kind of rope net like things on the front lay on your stomach and get pulled behind a boat and my friend and I we were on it together going and uh, we're telling the driver go faster go faster go faster and and he whips the boat around and it actually pulls us all the way around to we're looking over and we see our friends we're parallel to them you know and there's a moment in that moment where we hit a bump in the water and my leg goes into the water and it starts to pull me off of the raft and it's so fast but i grab onto the net and i'm holding on to it with dear life and my other friends yelling taylor no and though it it was probably a second it felt like minutes where i had to make this decision of do i let go or keep holding on and and i knew that if i held on i could see it starting to tip it was going to pull my friend in with me so i had to decide do i let go and sacrifice myself or or do I hold on to try to make it, but I'm gonna dump both of us. And so I hold it and I look at him as I get dragged in the water and I just say, I have to go now. And he looks at me and he says, no. And he's trying to grab onto me. And I just say, I'll always love you. And I let go. And I go skipping across the water. And when I come up out of the water, I hear him screaming, no. Taylor no as he's getting pulled away on the raft and it was a glorious moment (laughs) oh man today the reason I bring that up is because today in the next part of the kingdom of God series we're talking about letting go letting go you see this is was the call to the first disciples to let go you see Jesus in uh, Mark 1 16 right after uh he leaves the desert he starts to call his disciples to him and it says in verse 16 that passing alongside the sea of galilee he saw simon and andrew the brother of simon casting a net into the sea for they were fishermen and jesus said to them follow me and i will make you become fishers of men jump with me to verse 19 it says, and going on a little farther, he saw Jesus, the son, or James, the son of Zebedee, and John, his brother, who were in their boat, mending the nets, and immediately he called them. This is two separate moments where, where Jesus goes to two sets of brothers and asks them the same question. Simon and Andrew, he goes to them and he says, follow me and I will make you fishers of men. And then he goes to James and John, and it might be a little harder because their father's right there. And he says, hey, leave everything and follow me. You see, to us, this might not seem like a big deal because we know the ending of the story. We know who and and what they they become. But for them, this was a life-changing decision. You see, they had always been fishermen. They, this was their job. This is how they made money. This is how they supported uh, their family. Simon, we find out, actually has a wife, and this is how he provides for her. And Jesus is asking him to leave their career, leave it all, 
and follow him. You see, they were, were not a part of the religious crowd. They weren't students studying to become religious scholars or anything like that. Uh, they, were, they were fishermen. And they maybe had dreams, yes, but it was probably closer like Zebedee to like have sons and, and, and that carry on the family business. And it was probably much closer to maybe we'll get a boat one day and maybe uh, we'll get multiple boats and hired servants and we won't have to work as much and our family will prosper in this fishing industry. Like that was probably closer to their dreams, not to change the world. And, and so when Jesus comes to them, what's amazing is he doesn't explain to them the, what's going to happen. He doesn't tell them, hey, if you follow me, don't worry, I'll provide. He doesn't say, if you follow me, don't worry yet, you know, uh, I'm going to take a couple fish and turn them into enough food for 5,000 families. He doesn't tell them, hey, one day there will be these things called movies and you'll be on them. It's going to be so cool. He doesn't say, you know, one day uh, this guy's going to talk about you on YouTube and on Instagram and on social media. You'll be famous. Like, he doesn't tell them anything. Jesus doesn't even have followers yet or a big crowd. He just goes to them and says, will you give it all up right now to follow me? This is the question that changes the world. He doesn't share with them the consequences of what will happen based on what they choose. And I don't know what it was about him. I don't know if it was the, maybe the look in Jesus's eyes as he was calling to them. I don't know if it was the tone in his voice or the smile on his face, I don't know, but something compelled them to really weigh that decision of, do I let go of the nets or not right here? And like me on the raft holding on to that, that net for dear life, these disciples are holding on to all that they know. And many of us are really at the same letting go question right now. Many of us don't know what the next day or week or month is going to look like. We don't know what it means for school. We don't know what it means for work or for provision or for food. or All of our plans kind of just went out the window. And I believe right now in that moment, Jesus is asking us the same question. Will you let go and will you follow me? Will you let go right now? This is the great question of Christianity. And I believe it's the first question in the kingdom of God and in you stepping into the kingdom of God is this, will you leave your past behind and will you follow me? Will you let go of the nets of who you think you are, that old identity of fisherman, of, of past? Maybe for you, you're like them and you're like, I'm not some great religious person. I don't know if I can do this thing. I'm going to mess it up. You know, let that go. Maybe for you, it's more socially. You got to fill in the blank where you say, you know, I, I think I, of myself as a loser or a nerd or the smart guy or the sports person or the academic person or, the, or just the school dropout. You have a definition for yourself. Or, or maybe it's the, the class of your family of, well, we're, we're poor. We're, we're wealthy. We're, we're the middle class, you know, in the suburbs. Like, I don't know what it is for you, but that box that's tried to define you, will you let it go today? And step into the kingdom of what God has for you. Jesus is asking you all, will you let me change your identity into something new now? See, the kingdom will find you where you are, but it's not going to leave you there. Jesus will come to you, but he says, now will you come out and follow me? I'm going this way. Will you come with me? 
You know, and they could have said, Jesus, it's too risky. You're asking a lot of me. It's not wise to leave. They could have, they could have said, well, yeah, but what, but what, but what? It's, you know, it's comfortable in my business or all those things. And we can do that too. We can come up with excuses as to why it's easier to live in our, in our, our insecurities of our identities. But he's asking us today, will you step out? Let's find out what they did. Verse 18, it says, immediately they left their nets and they followed him. In verse 20, James and John, it says, they left their father Zebedee in the boat with the hired servants and they followed him. All four men, immediately they left their past. They left the boxes. Uh, they left all they knew and they followed him in trust. These four men, all they know is they say, I don't know why, but I'm going to give it all. This is the first step in the kingdom of God, I believe, is that step out of saying Jesus is Lord that I will follow him and obey him in every area of my life. Now, big and small, I'm going to follow him. And I don't need to know the plan, but I'm going to trust him. This is that first step of the kingdom, following Jesus with everything. Lauren Cunningham said that if God is not Lord of all, he is not Lord at all. You see, this, this verse says immediately, multiple times, and I believe the time of immediately is here. Don't sit in your fear anymore. Immediately uh, let that go. Don't sit in, in uh, the identity of the box. To let that go. Don't, don't sit in all the buts of the, but this, but this, but this, but let it go. Immediately give it up. Will you take that net that I've held on for security? And will I say, you know what? My security is in Jesus now. And am I letting it go? Will you cast those nets aside? And I believe the first step away from your nets is the first step into the kingdom of God. We are saying he is Lord from now on. What will people think? I don't know. What, what will people do? I don't know. What, what will the future look like? I don't know. But I know who you will be with. And I know you'll look back and realize you changed the world because you left the nets behind in the boat. And so, Lord, I just pray that today this would be a message in people's hearts where they realize that you are Lord of all and we give it all up, God. Our fear of man, we give it up. Our fear of worries, our fear of the future, we give it all up. The, the things, the, the classes we've placed ourselves in, we get it all up, Jesus. And we invite you to change our hearts and our mindsets. And we submit to you as Lord and Savior in every area of our life, from big areas of future calling to little areas like movies and music and all that stuff. All of it, Jesus, you can be Lord of it all. We follow you today, in Jesus' name. Thank you for listening to the Crux Podcast Sermon of the Week. Be sure to visit SummitSanMarcos.com for other exciting content from Summit Church.